are all miracles and must make the most of our limited time here. Each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world. And it's our job to develop these gifts and give them away. That's why I created the Preschool SLP podcast. The Preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. It's about showing up every single day. It's about giving all of yourself. It's about evaluating your work. It's about innovating practice to change lives. Every single week, let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game-changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the truest and shiniest versions of ourselves and of our clients? We're here at the drawing board for a reason. You bring your own unique gifts. Together, let's create better. I am so excited for you to be here today because this episode for me has been a game changer for myself and for my family. The strategies that I'm going to share with you today are unique to myself and what works for my family. And these strategies are highly effective if you have blood sugar issues. So the research indicates that it's estimated that 90% of Americans have blood sugar issues. So I'm guessing that you or someone you love is highly impacted by blood sugar. Well, you can help them, you can help yourself, and you can do that by trying out some of the hacks that I'm going to share with you today that work for me. You know that I am not a registered dietitian. I am a speech language pathologist. I do have some history in the fitness industry in that I'm a certified fitness instructor and I'm also a certified yoga teacher. But that's not what makes me qualified to share this information I'm sharing with you today. I'm only qualified to share that this is what works for me. If there's anything that I know about food, is that how one person responds to any single item of food is totally different than how the next person responds to food. So it kind of drives me crazy when I read all of these books where they have these diet recommendations for the readers. So if you're vegan, eat this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and eat this for snacks, that's insanity. Because if you've ever worn a glucose monitor or checked your glucose measurements and you sat next to another person and you went through the same diet in a day, your glucose levels would fluctuate in a very different manner. So food is so individualized to the person that I am not making any recommendations today for food whatsoever. I'm only sharing with you what works for me. And who am I to talk? I am a person who both has ADHD and also a very high level of sugar sensitivity. So for instance, if I eat a green apple or if I eat sweet potatoes or chickpeas, these foods that are very innocuous to other individuals and don't impact their blood sugar levels, mine spike through the roof as if I had just eaten a donut. 
So I'm hypersensitive to carbohydrates. So I have to be extremely careful to make sure that my blood sugar level does not spike. Because when the blood sugar level spikes, what happens are free radicals are released in the body, in the body and the brain inflame. And when the body and brain inflame, then they don't function well. So some of the side effects you can get if you have, for instance, attention deficit disorder is you can get this brain fog. And what brain fog feels like for me is it feels like I might have just eaten a bowl of popcorn with MCT oil and Himalayan sea salt. So I'm trying to do all the right things. But because my my glucose levels shot to the roof, it feels as if I just consumed a whole bottle of champagne and a whole pan of brownies. I don't know if you've done that before, but if you have, you're on the ground (laughs) rolling around and you're going to have a really horrible brain fog hangover. Whoa. Even though you might've enjoyed every minute of every uh, kernel of popcorn in that huge bowl. So that's what it feels like when you have extreme sugar sensitivity. You eat a plate of chickpeas and it feels like you just had a bottle of champagne and a plate of brownies. So if you've ever done that, you know, you don't feel good afterwards, even though you really enjoyed every moment of consuming it. So that's who I am. And I'm going to share with you some of the hacks that I've used that are really effective at keeping my blood sugar regulated. So our goal, whoever you are, is to have a regulated blood sugar level. Because when your blood sugar level inflames, it not only affects the health, your health generally in all aspects of your life, but it impacts your brain. So If you're someone like me or the children we work with, who it's estimated 40%, almost half, have attentional issues as well, you really do want to focus in on the diet. The diet really matters. So it's interesting to me because we have centers, specialized centers for children with special needs, many of them, probably half of whom have attentional issues. And what do you see us giving them to eat? We're giving them goldfish crackers. We're giving them pretzels. We're giving them graham crackers. We're giving them cereals. These are foods that are known to spike the blood sugar levels. When the brain becomes inflamed, what happens is you lose focus, you lose attention, and you also have mood dysregulation. These are issues that are foundational that need to be intact for learning to occur. So we need to think about diet And we need to think about the whole child and we need to think about, okay, what we know about the research is that the more processed the foods, the poorer the outcomes. We know from the research, the higher the carbohydrates in the diet, the poorer the outcomes. We know from the research that the the higher the fruit and vegetable, uh, the greater the outcomes. We know from the research, the higher amount of healthy fats and fresh meats and whole meats, the better the outcomes. So we have to, these are just generalizations, but we have to think about 
attention. And we have to think about regulated moods. And we have to think about inflamed brains. And are we inflaming the brain by giving these children processed foods that are high in sugar? The research says we are. Now, this is very important because the brain, even though it's a tiny percentage of your body weight, it is metabolizing 20% of the sugar in the brain. So we really care about how the sugar is metabolized in the brain. How is that sugar converted to energy? That's what we want. We don't want the sugar to not be converted to energy, instead to inflame the brain resulting in disease. So we do not want that at all. We want to always throughout the day, morning through night, keep the blood sugar levels uh, regulated, flatten that curve, no spikes. Okay. So what I'm going to share with you right now is first, these are supplements that I take. There is a research base behind them that indicates that they are effective, but I don't know if they're effective to you. for you. I'm not a registered dietitian. I am not a doctor. I know that there is research to support their efficacy, and I know that they work for me. That's all I can tell you. So I'm going to share with you the six supplements that I take every day that help with my blood sugar. I'm also going to share with you what drinks I consume to help with my blood sugar as well, aside from water, of course. And of course, the general rule of thumb with water is half your body weight in ounces every day is a good amount. And I'm also going to conserve, um, share some food hacks that I use that help regulate my blood sugar. So let's get started. None of these are recommendations for you or for your family, but I just want you to think about them as being something to consider and something to try. I would encourage you to try one of these things at a time, give it two to three weeks and see if you, there's an impact in doing so. Sort of like an elimination diet. I don't want you to go and try everything at once and then you're not gonna know what's effective and what isn't effective. So pick and choose. I'm gonna give you a buffet of options to try out. All of this that I'm sharing today is research-based and it works for me. Does it work for you? I have no idea. So this is not medical advice. See your medical practitioner for advice for you. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about supplements that I take that specifically are designed to regulate blood sugar levels. First, I take it with a glass of water and a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. So the supplement I take, I'm gonna do them in alphabetical order, is berberine or berberine. Berberine is one. The next one I take is chromium. And then I take CoQ10 and an omega-3. And I take NAC. And I take probiotics and prebiotics, which I'm going to get to in a moment. And I take Reservatrol, Reservatrol as well. So these are the six supplements that I specifically take that help with regulating the blood sugar. Now you might think that is a lot and it is a lot. I'm gonna work this summer and seeing which ones I can get rid of. I haven't done an elimination check on these yet. What I do know is that when I take these, I don't have the spikes and the hangry cravings that would typically happen at 3 p.m. I'm like, I'm so hungry. Give me a bag of veggie straws or a bag bag of root 
potato chips, all these other healthy junk foods that aren't healthy and like swallow the whole bag whole. No, this, this is what sees me through that and keeps me regulated. I actually notice a difference in that I'm totally fine with waiting for lunch or waiting for dinner or getting a healthy snack like a yogurt, um, a Greek, a plain Greek yogurt. Um, if I do feel some hunger and not like, um, swallowing a whole bag of chips, which is what I would do in the past. Okay. So those are the supplements I take. If you want to know the spelling, the vitamin, the brand or anything like that, just Instagram DM me at Kelly Vess SLP. And I'm happy to share with you any of the information that I have here. Okay. Regarding the specifics. So that's how I start my morning with apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon and a glass of water. And I take my supplements. After that, I have my coffee. So for my coffee, this is special. I take an organic coffee because, because regular coffee beans are loaded with pesticides. You don't want that. So get your organic cup of coffee. And what I add to that is... Mm, this is my, this is like a big focus factor um, and a great um, sh- blood sugar regulator. I highly recommend this. I notice a huge difference when I take this. Lion's mane, lion's mane. I add a tablespoon or so. I just pour it into my coffee, a, a blop, blop, blop of that. Okay. So I add the lion's mane to my coffee. I also add to my coffee some collagen powder to my coffee and I add prebiotics to my coffee. So to cover the flavor, I add hundred percent stevia, no added. So that is my coffee in the morning. I also add to my coffee organic MCT oil, just a teaspoon or so, not a lot. I know that MCT oil is high in saturated fat, but for me, I did. I have noticed a difference when it comes to my focus and also when it comes to my blood sugar levels. The MCT oil, I've noticed even a better focus than with extra virgin olive oil. So for me, my cholesterol levels are very low and my good cholesterol levels are very high. Uh, so I do not have a bad reaction to this whatsoever. The MCT oil, I love it actually. So my coffee in summary is... MCT oil and collagen and prebiotic powder and important lion's mane. I totally noticed the difference with lion's mane and stevia to cover the flavor of the lion's mane. Okay, so that is another beverage I have in the morning is my coffee. Now, throughout the day, I drink a green juice. And let me show you what I add in my green juice. So in my green juice, I like to add turmeric. Now, I'm going to use this word over and over again. It's called polyphenols. Polyphenols are kind of like lighter fluid for your mitochondria. They stimulate the mitochondria to more effectively convert the glucose into energy. So turmeric is high in polyphenols. Another thing that is high in polyphenols that we're going to use is lemon juice in our green juice. So in my green juice, I just grab a handful of power greens or mixed greens, organic, of course, throw it in my Vitamix blender, and I add in there a big splash, big splash to hide the flavor of organic lemon juice, 
I add, as I mentioned before, the turmeric. Turmeric is really strong in flavor. So I just add like a teaspoon of it or two teaspoons, not a lot because it's very overpowering. And I add pink Himalayan sea salt to that. So that is my green juice. And it tastes kind of like a virgin Bloody Mary. I love it. It's like tangy and salty. It's really, really good. So I could, I also add to that my MCT oil. And the MCT oil, it's just about a teaspoon that's really important for the blood sugar levels. I never eat carbohydrates and I consider greens to be carbohydrates, even vegetables. I never eat carbohydrates on their own. I always add fat and or protein with the carbohydrates because carbohydrates, I mean, the carbohydrates, the vegetables or the fruits, those, those can also spike my blood sugar because I've taken the greens and I've broken them down. They're going to more, they're going to more quickly um, hit the body as sugar. They're not a whole food. I've, I've turned them into a juice. So to slow that, uh, to slow that process, I want to slow it down. I'm going to add the MCT oil. So once again, in my green juice that I drink throughout the day, this is, this is great. It tastes like a Bloody Mary because of the Himalayan sea salt and the lemon juice. I like to put in a big handful of greens and water. Then I add lemon juice. Then I add turmeric. And there's the turmeric. Turmeric and Himalayan sea salt. Yum. It tastes so good. You could also, instead of adding... The MCT oil, you could add an avocado to it to get that fat in there to help regulate the blood sugar and also to satiate. So that kind of serves as kind of, if I'm hungry, also kind of a snack, having that green juice, a bottle of green juice on me throughout the day. So those are my beverages. The first beverage we start off with is the water with the apple cider vinegar. And apple cider vinegar is also a polyphenol. A polyphenol, like I said, once again, it's kind of like lighter fluid. It's a stem, it's a molecule that stimulates the mitochondria, which is the powerhouse in the cell, to more effectively convert sugar into energy. So this is good stuff. We like our polyphenols for more effectively processing uh, glucose. Now, what are my other food hacks that I like? I'm just going to share with you some hacks that work for me. Now, I can eat glucose, and I think a large part of that is because my mom is Finnish and my dad is Northern European. He's German and Irish. So glucose, if you're like me, you have no problem with glucose whatsoever. You've tested your sensitivities, and you know for yourself that it doesn't impact you. I highly recommend goat cheese. So goat cheese is better than cow's milk cheese because once again, it contains more polyphenols. Polyphenols, just think of them as lighter fluid. They're molecules that stimulate the mitochondria to more effectively burn that sugar into energy. So I love this goat cheese. Now, my secret is I buy it from an Arabic supermarket. They're really, it's really cheap. It's very inexpensive at an Arabic supermarket. If you get them from the mass supermarket chains, it's really expensive. 
but goat cheese is really inexpensive at the local Arabic markets, Arabic markets, markets. What I like to do with a goat cheese is I like to sprinkle it on my salads. It's delicious. It, it, it is so good. And I also like to sprinkle it, sprinkle it on my vegetable soups, my no bean chilies and my soups. It's kind of in little, instead of crackers, I sprinkle on the goat cheese. So just like goat cheese, it's just as good. And it's loaded in polyphenols. Mmm is Bulgarian, the white cheese, the white sheep cheese, white cheese, white sheep cheese. So the white sheep cheese is better than cow's milk cheese. And the reason for that is once again, it's loaded in polyphenols, that lighter fluid that's going to help the mitochondria burn that sugar into energy. So convert the sugar to energy like this stuff. So I, I love goat cheese and sheep cheese. And that's what I use instead of cow's milk cheese. And once again, if you have a local Arabic market, oh, it's awesome. The price is great there. So another thing that I love, and this is because I can eat dairy. I love the, the yogurt brand, the Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt. I believe it's pronounced faya. Okay, F-A-G-E. So this is the 2%. If you get the 2% of milk fat, it's going to have some satiation for you for hunger, um, perhaps. But the 0% is just as yummy. The 0% is so creamy and so delicious. So if you're looking at your calorie count, you want to cut down on the fat. The 0% probably is so good. So I love my Faya yogurt for a snack and especially at like 3 p.m. when I would crash instead of like eating a whole bag of skinny pop and still being hungry. I now eat a little Faya yogurt for my fridge and it's deliciousness. Now the Faya yogurt, I love also using this for curry sauces. So I make a lot of curry sauces and, and you can use the Faya yogurt is a cream and it's really rich and delicious. So I love to use the curry sauces on cauliflower rice. So it completely hides the cauliflower flavor and it's so good. So I've, I've made cauliflower rice with paellas before and with jambalaya before, but the tomatoes and the soft kind of um, mescla vegetable mix don't tend to, the cauliflower still stands out with that. With curries, however, I find the cut that, that it really masks the cauliflower flavor in the rice. I love cauliflower, but not my rice. So those are my tricks. Besides that, I eat wild salmon, sardines, and grass-fed beef. So as I mentioned before, I, I am an omnivore. And I'm trying to cut back so badly on meat and use more vegetables, less meat, and treat meat more like a condiment for ethical reasons, obviously. So the next thing we have here is what do I eat on the road? So I've been on the road for about the last three weeks. I've been biking. It's been so fun. I traded in my triathlon bike. Um, just a little bit about myself. I am a biker. I cyclocross, I snow bike, I mountain bike, I triathlon bike. I'm a race bike, bike racer. I used to be a race biker. Pre-COVID, I did a lot of triathlons all over the world. It was so fun. But I, after COVID, I, I like traded the bike in for a new mountain bike and it's so good. So if you're looking for a mountain bike, the Trek Marlin 8 is awesome. I love it. I love my new mountain bike. Okay. 
So that's what I did on vacation. It was so fun. But now I'm back. So when I'm on vacation, I have to stop at a gas station and eat something. No bags. Of, no, what I, what, I would, what I would love to do is to get a bag of pretzel rods and eat the whole bag. But I can't do that. I wish that they would just take that and put it next to the cigarettes. Those, those, um, those simple carbs that are so addictive. They're, I mean, they need to be behind glass and locked up as far as I'm concerned. But I've developed the willpower. And instead of buying a bag of popcorn and eating the whole bag, what I do now is I get pistachios at the gas station or I get sunflower seeds. So... <laughs> I'm not going to say that they're just as good as a bag of pretzel rods, but they kind of get the salty snack craving taken care of that way. So these are my hacks that I use and they work for me. They work for me and they work for my family. So my husband and my son, they eat, they don't eat all the things I do. They don't take six supplements a day for blood sugar. Um, they don't do green juice. But I do feed them foods. And with each of the foods, what's important is you don't serve carbs alone. You serve carbs with healthy fats and healthy proteins or healthy fats or healthy proteins. And you're always looking at how can I keep your glucose levels regulated? Because when glucose levels are dysregulated, all aspects of the body and the mind are impacted. So for yourself, for anyone you love, if you can focus on feeding them in a manner that maintains regular glucose levels and avoids a spike in glucose levels, then you are doing such great things in changing your life and the lives of your loved ones. So it's time to roll up our sleeves and go on and change the world one child at a time. 